You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, motorsports insider, Kurt Hansen. Oh, here we go. Top of the afternoon to you, Mile High City. Certainly on a fast Friday is what we do every Friday right here. It's called, well, it's called the Race Central Radio Show. It's Race Central, the drive from 3 to 5. I'm motorsports insider, Kurt Hansen. Great to be with you on uh it seems like I, I do a lot of talking about the weather uh, when I launch this program, so I'm not going to do that today. But as I gander out from the ivory tower here at the ESPN studios, the mothership, as I like to call it, the mothership of the longest consistently running motorsports show in America, that is us, that is Race Central. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, at Race Central. You can uh, also follow us on Facebook, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. That would be I. And also, uh, Facebook, uh, Kurt Hansen's Race Central Radio Show, television show, all that kind of stuff, but the easiest found. And to follow us for the video cast, which uh, said the kid, STK, as we uh, so affectionately call her. We wrapped up another great program today. It is up, Sydney. Is it up yet on old YouTube? Well, it'll be up soon under Race Central Unplugged. We get a little, little crazy. Uh, not too crazy. Well, crazier than here, anyway, because. Of course, this is terrestrial radio, and we have to be careful what we say, but it's a great afternoon. I hope you all had a great uh, 4th of July week, I guess. I mean, I'm still screwed up. I, I When you do that, 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 that weekend thing, then some people get Monday off, and then Tuesday, eat too much food. Uh, I, I woke up this morning thinking it was Saturday. I'm not kidding. Wow. I guess um, my advanced age is beginning uh, to show. But speaking of show, uh, welcome to the show, Graham. We have a great show lined up for you this afternoon. We'll talk to uh, some real luminaries. That's kind of what we do here, though, at the at the premier home. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big straight liner fan. You know that if you I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of all this stuff. This is in my DNA. This is who I am. Uh, this is why I look so young and handsome at uh, my advanced age. <clears throat> Uh, other people would probably dispute that, but uh, you can find out for yourself by watching Race Central TV anywhere. You can hear my voice in America, actually around the world on the TV universe and also, uh, on Gannett, I keep calling it Gannett, Gannett, which is also USA Today on their newly relaunched, uh, sports platform. We're the only motorsports show on the US Today platform. So it's uh, kind of what we do. We're going to talk a lot of NASCAR coming off the street race, Chicago. I'll give you my my Reader's Digest version right now. I thought it was great. And, you know, if you're a hardcore out there, I'd really like to talk with you today at 303-844-3776. You know we're not a caller-driven show. But I've had a lot of mixed uh, input. But as Judge Judy would say, mine's the only opinion that matters. As I'm getting the evil eye... From the Sydney. Uh, Sid, actually, Sid, Sid and I have a little, uh, uh, for entertainment purposes, only a side bet today. A little side hustle going on. I'm trying to chase down photo Joe Stark because I have an opinion. 
what uh, the 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 uh, patriarch of BigWestRacing.com. Uh, I think I I know Joe pretty well. I think I know his feelings are going to be on Chicago, but I may be wrong. And then I have to buy Sydney a lifetime supply of that green goo. That uh, you yeah woo. Uh, you forgot to text me today. Tell me what it is. Matcha. Matcha. Okay, I must remember that. So maybe that's why I feel so crappy all the time. I'm not drinking enough matcha. But I do get my Celsius on. And uh, today we are out. The uh, Bonneville De- Deli has some really disgusting looking flavors for Celsius. So I went with the uh, all time renowned uh, crack beverage product of uh, Sports Talk Radio. In this case, Motorsports Talk Radio. The I'm doing the do. Me, me, and uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. So I, I like Chicago, but uh, we our, our first guest will be well, many time Funny Car Champion, and he won here at Bandimer Speedway two years ago. Mr. Matt Hagen of the Power Brokers Dodge Deal. Uh, we I was working on getting Tony uh, Stewart or uh, Leah Pruitt Stewart. Uh, on the program today, but they're on holiday. I'm I'm, be- I'm betting because Leah is a big time uh, Lake Havasu person. She has a, a home there, and I I have a feeling that's when uh, when T if, I call him T if you're, if we're good friends uh, wants to get out of Indiana. That's probably where they are. But I'll talk I'll talk with them when we get uh, close. Well, uh, certainly during the Mile High Nationals, the the and uh, the, the TV show we're going to shoot. We'll get a bunch of interviews from a bunch of drivers. We'll do media day. We'll do the uh, the last ever invocation and driver introduction on the on the start line that Sunday for the last show. And what's going to happen in the future? I have a lot of a lot of insights, but also a lot of opinions. Shocking about what could be, what uh, I think will be, what a lot of people hope will be. Hope of springs, uh, springs eternal, like opening day. The Rockies are always, they're in it. They're in it. And now they're not in it. <laughs> what the heck, though? What a, what a great ballpark. Great place to go see a ball game. I get it. I, you know, I also have an opinion. You know, baseball, America's pastime, on the 4th of July, July, July I'll catch up, you know, you would think would be the day of baseball. And the networks were basically dark. I think there was one game, uh, East Coast game, NL game, on the docket, and it started late, late, late in the day as we were all running for cover from, I, you know, I've been here oh, 20, 21 years now, I guess. And it seems to me, that every holiday, I mean, snows in, uh, in Halloween. As, as far as I can remember, every Labor Day, Memorial Day, or Fourth of July, at least a high percentage, we've had some kind of funky weather. Yes, it is what it is. Either, as my wife would say, and go back to California. <laughs> Might be an option. I don't know. Uh, the weather always gets a little funky, too. Right around Mahine Astros time. And I've been up there in some downpours that uh, I think would probably rival what happened on the 4th of July. Not jinxing anything and keeping my fingers crossed. 
And also, since it's a little bit cooler, watch, watch I'm going to say this now, it's going to be 114 degrees. Hopefully, it might be a little cooler up there, which is why they they put the uh, 300 feet of, of uh, concrete with uh, cooling from the start line to 300 feet out. Pretty clever stuff. But NASCAR Chicago, I loved it there in Atlanta this weekend. Formula One, I don't know if I completely agree with Will Power's comments, but, but Formula One is getting, I mean, the cars are way cool. It's just real cool stuff. But unless uh, uh, someone sticks a nail in Max Verstappen's tire, he, I mean, he, he could have the championship, much like Alex Palou, IndyCar last weekend, mid-Ohio, coming off probably the two most picturesque circuits in IndyCar. Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, then going to mid-Ohio, the home of Graham Rahal. And a good weekend for Graham. We'll talk about that. Um, NHRA, they're still off. They're, They're rusting up the high horsepower for the demons of the demons of Denver. The altitude. And we had a great uh, conversation last week with Chris. I forget his last name. Oh, boy. Uh, Got to get that privilege and sponsorship tied up. But uh, the firefighter, he was very cool. And he'll be here. We're going we're gonna to meet up with him, do a little TV. I'm going to get my uh, Chicago Fire Department uh, T-shirt. They really did, they didn't, uh, well, they got it half right. The weather Saturday sucked for the Xfinity guys. Still good race. And they red flagged that deal and then decided not to finish it on Monday. I mean, it's a street circuit. Everybody's back at work. Well, sort of. Some, some were. Some weren't. Seems like the whole country's still off on the 4th of July deal. But we'll talk a little World of Outlaws. So we'll do straight liners, World of Outlaw, IndyCar, Formula One. Any topic you want to talk about at 303-844-3776 and the voice of reason, or maybe not, as I look out onto the, is that smoke out there, Sid, over there? By Littleton-ish or something in the mountains? I don't like the looks of that. But a lot to get to today, a lot to, uh, as, uh, as Zach would say, a lot to unpack today here on the program. Uh, would love to talk to you, get your input, your feelings on the street race in Chicago. It's 303-844-3776. We'll talk to Matt Hagan, bottom of the first hour, the first hour power. Then we'll go uh, racingboys.com, our good friend and former, uh, she she was uh, Bob Pockers before Bob Pockers. Lee Spencer used to be the lead writer for NASCAR.com, now doing her thing with the racing boys. Talk to Lee Spencer, get her feeling. She was in Chicago. And uh, your phone calls a little photo Joe Starr, so... A lot to get to today. It is the premier home for motorsports. We're brought to you in part by, well, our good friends up there, North Star Liquor Superstore, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. they got the wine tastings, all the specials. A lot of our fans and followers uh, take a short drive up I-25, save a little, well, save a lot. Drive a little, save a lot. And visit them on the web at NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. It's... Uh, it's what we do every Friday. It's 3 to 5. It's the drive. It is Ray Central on the radio. Sid the Kid pushing all the good buttons back there, as she always does. And uh, our video cast, a wildly popular video cast with the lovely and preeminent uh, Sid the Kid uh, uh, doing the hosting duties. 
Talking to the old guy, that would be me. Should be up shortly on YouTube, on our channel, Race Central Unplugged. I'm the insider. I'm glad you're here. Keep it locked right here at racecentralmedia.com. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. About 16 minutes after the hour, or as, we, as close as we can get to it. Welcome back to Race Central. It is a drive every Friday from 3 to 5. Also, the wildly popular podcast and video cast. Uh, you can catch the podcast at racecentralmedia.com or on denversports.com. The, uh, I think the number one voted website. Uh, in Denver, pretty pretty heady stuff. They do a good job over there on the digital guys. So, uh, you know, it's kind of fun. After doing this for, gosh, 20, 23, 20, about 23, 24 years now. And we're always proud to come uh, to you every Friday uh, right here, 3 to 5, also Race Central TV. Watch on Denver Comcast. You can watch on the Roku channel. It streams on their website. Uh, but easiest found at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, I, I do t- want to touch a little bit on, on IndyCar, so I think I'll I'll start this segment, which is brought to you in part by our good friends at uh, Dents by Hand. Michael Hand, he is uh, he's the man when it comes to PDR, paintless dent removal. They got the big shop in Boulder, or he'll come to you in the van. He's mobile, and uh, there's a reason why most of the top dealerships send their stuff out to him because. He's phenomenal. He's worked on my car, many of my friends' cars. He can also do a lot of the uh, alloy body cars that are out there, you know, uh, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, especially Tesla. A lot of people don't want to work on Teslas. He, he He's an expert at that stuff. So give him a call. Tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio, densebyhand.com. Uh, IndyCar. <clears throat> so I, the big story last weekend is certainly – was the horrific crash um, that my good friend uh, uh, Simon Pagano had in the Michael Shank racing machine. Basically, brake failure at the end of the longest, fastest part of the track and just, we, we'd call it egg-beatering in. But fortunately, there was a lot of runoff there in a, in a big sand trap. So every time the car was bouncing, it was slowing down and, and dispersing energy. And still a, a big, big hit uh, upside down against the tire wall. But I guess if you're going to go off, and that's why they have so, such a large amount of runoff there, and, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the barriers and the sand trap, it, did its, all, it all did its job. He was slightly concussed, uh, was not cleared to drive, and Connor Daly was there observing, just there to watch, and we talked about this in the podcast today. Yeah, it, every driver that is somewhat unemployed will go to the races. Maybe not all of them, maybe not all the time, but there's kind of a method to the madness that I will tell you about in a moment. And it turned out good for Connor. And not a bad job. Uh, Jumping in a car that is now, the cars are very similar, but no two cars are exactly alike. So still, he's got to get in and get comfortable with. Uh, you know, another team's car, 
the way another team does things, so they're all different. But uh, started off slowly. I uh, had to start in the back, obviously. And as things started to get, you know, his business started picking up towards the end of the race, really did a good job, put his head down and, you know, fought for a lot of positions. The guy's a very, very impressive driver. It um, And certainly the, the Meyer-Shank cars are very good. It'd be fun to see him, but I just don't know if it's possible. Because the way the series is now and the, the cubic dollars involved and such. But if he could latch onto an angel and, and bring some dough and get, you know, get a consistent ride in uh, a really, really good. Oh, uh, Ashley Forrest calling me again. I'll have to call her back. Um, that's not good. Uh, actually, a very good friend of mine. Scottsdale just gave me a call. A guy who was uh, very involved with uh, Ed Carpenter Racing for a long, long time and and uh, has a very successful business doing uh, Learjet charters and stuff, flies a lot of the, the drivers around. Great guy. So I'll, I'll, I will give him a, a call back uh, or a text back at the top of the hour, but not that you really care. But I'd like to see um, Connor get a consistent drive on a really good team and really see what he can do. I think that would be be very very cool. But uh, the good news is Pagano is is cleared. He'll be able to race uh, next up on the docket. Is uh, Toronto? Oh, that's that is a beautiful street circuit. Always a good race. Uh, they'll be back on track on July sixteenth, and then they go to the the Corn, the big doubleheader weekend in Iowa, and the big. The, I mean. Who's not playing there? We, Sydney, we, you and I went through this. There's a, uh, oh boy, um, Kenny Chesney's playing there. I think Swifty's there. Um, yeah, I mean it's a, it's, I tell you, it's always a great race. You get two of them, plus you get this huge concert, which is which is kind of cool. Which will lead me to another part of today's show that I would like to kind of break down because people have been asking me this. Incessantly, especially since Chicago. But uh, uh, Pagano will be back in the car. It'll be interesting to see if if Connor can pick up a ride for Toronto because he's very good on those temporary circuits and also on the road courses. Had a rough go at Indy uh, when he was with Ed Carpenter Racing, but uh, uh, and and it wasn't a Connor thing. It's just the team is in disarray. Sad to say, sad to say they're in disarray. That could be a Swifty song. Kind of sounds like a Swifty song. Um, but we'll see what happens with uh, with Connor as the season progresses. But the guy, <clears throat> and we talked about it a little bit last week, and we talked more about it on the podcast. You know the the interesting story of Alex Palou. Now, last year it just kind of reset. Uh, a contract was was he had one year left but got signed away by McLaren, allegedly. Then it was announced, I mean, within an hour of him announcing that he went to, was going to McLaren, Ganassi announced that they had re-signed him. And then the lawsuit and the, uh, the high-pressure game of, you know, we have a contract and we're not going to let you go and kind of got shoehorned into staying there, which is not a bad thing. Ganassi's a very good program. Evidenced by the success they've had, I think Alex is trying to 
make a, a, a big-time statement, too. I mean, he's won four out of the last five. And he's really been dominant. He uh, There's eight races to go in the 2023 season. They'll wrap it up at, at uh, one of my home tracks in Northern California, but be Laguna Seca. If he stays on this uh, this pace, and I'm not really going out on a limb saying, I mean, if he can stay on this pace, he could have this championship wrapped up in another couple of races. Uh, but Scott Dixon is right right behind him. It's uh, Alex Palou, Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden, Marcus Erickson, Erickson your unhappy driver from uh, his second place finish this year at the Brickyard. Pato Award, Scott McLaughlin, the Aussie V8 Supercar star, star, and very good friends, very good friends with uh, Shane Van Ginsbergen, who uh, won in the streets. We'll talk talk about that. Some people say lucky win. I don't know. I mean, you always need a little bit of luck. But uh, sometimes you make your own luck. And we'll talk about that. Uh, my God, 325. We'll talk to Matt Hagen coming up next here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports as the Blowtorches will be uh, in full force in a couple of weeks here at uh, the last show. At Bandimere Speedway for the NHRA. We'll talk, I mean, we got a lot to get to today. But I'm still waiting for somebody to call me and you know, tell me what they thought about the Chicago race at 303-844-3776. What can I say? It's fun. This is a good this is a good, good time of the season. If you're a motorsports fan, there's a, there's a, there's a lot to uh, feast your eyes on. There'll be a lot this weekend, too. And uh, if you get a chance, if you're looking for a, a new ride, Coyote Motorsports, longtime partner with Race Central Radio and TV, Denver's only star certified dealer, which means you have to be the best of the best. You have to have excellent, almost perfect customer satisfaction ratings. They're also one of the country's top and leading CF Moto dealers. 0% financing still being offered. Going to see Brian today. Tommy heard us talking about him on the radio. That's Coyote Motorsports right there at I-25 and 58th. Or at CoyoteMotorsports.com. Uh, uh, the fast one, Mr. Funny Car. Matt Hagen coming up next here on the Premier Home and RaceCentralMedia.com. on a uh, very fast Friday here on the Premier Home from Motorsports. It is ESPN AM 1600, FM 104.3, the fan in HD2 and streaming around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter motorsports fan. That would be racecentralmedia.com. As uh, we meander our way up on, uh, well, the last show at Bandimer Speedway here with the NHRA in a couple weeks, we are... uh, we're waiting on Matt Hagen. Hope I didn't. Sometimes I screw up the times. You know, it's just, yeah, Sid's going, you know. That's, yeah, uh, like I say, we needed a Prevagen sponsorship. Anybody got any uh, connections over at uh, at the Memory Pill Company? I could use them. But uh, <laughs> it, um, it'll it be an emotional weekend. It's, it's just, you know, after 
I think, 65, 66 years uh, of great drag racing on the hogback. You know, I, as, as we Sid and I talked about in the, po- the podcast, the video cast, um, you know, when you work in this industry and you hear rumors for a long time and, and you know, it's, it's, it's not a fait accompli, but it's, it's the fat lady's, you know, putting her skirt on. And when, when I heard about it, I was anticipating, and then when it got confirmed, it was like, well, that's, uh, and I get it. I mean, that's a very valuable valuable piece of property. Um, the homeowners across the way there, you know, even though you sign a waiver because you have a million-dollar house next to a drag strip, you know, they were whining and, and the track is a spectacular facility. It's beautiful. It's picturesque. It's built into the mountain. It's it's the only place like that in America or in North America. But we all kind of knew there was a time was coming. But I don't think it'll hit a lot of people um, that are in this industry that, you know, are with the NHRA, the teams, the drivers until, uh, I mean, it may not hit them until the fireworks go off, you know, 5 o'clock on uh, Sunday afternoon when it's all done. But I think driver intros and, and uh, you know, Mr. Bandemir doing the invocation, the stage, that's when it's really going to start to set in. And so our effort will be uh, for that weekend to, to get a lot of thoughts and feelings from people that have come you know, competed there for a long time, uh, interviews with the family. Um, you know, it's just kind of a put up a, a bow on what has been an f- incredible run. It takes a lot of work. And they do things there so efficiently and proficiently and so professionally. It's, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say a, a gold standard, but it, it could be for how to run a racetrack. So we'll have to see. Well, I mean, the time will only tell. Uh, it'll be interesting. The media luncheon should be interesting. I don't know. Those feelings might start start ramping up. And and for me personally, when I decided to move here, in uh, well, it was twenty twenty two. I was there, and then I decided to to move here. I was there doing uh, some filled in announcing for the NHRA. I remember sitting in the parking lot, looking up on the mountain, and I had just started dating uh, now my wife of 20 years from here. And I looked up, looked around, you know, this, this wouldn't be a bad place to live. So from my own personal feelings, uh, that will be a bit of a, a moment as the sun will set on the hogback. And, uh, of course, the amateur stuff, the sportsman racing and their track nights and a race to read, that will all continue to go on through the end of the year. But it, it'll be a, a somber moment. Any place that's been around that long and it been that successful and is literally, um, you know, <sighs> a lot to deal with there. And it will be a, be interesting to see, and that's why we kind of want to want to chronicle it uh, by sh- shooting that show. We've shot a lot of TV shows up there. 
gosh, more than I can even imagine. And it's a it's a long, hot weekend. Usually it's very hot. It's huge crowd. I can't, I don't even want to think about what the crowds could be like, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks. It's uh, it's it's going to be a lot. And it, I remember over the years just just wandering around and talking with people. People come from all around the country to come to the Hogback and see great drag racing in a great facility that is, you know, impeccably run. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of rumors flying around. There's a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to know, um, hmm, Sid, uh, they say the phone has been ringing, but no, hmm, interesting, uh, well, we'll figure that out, um, I think the ghosts are back up to it. We do we do have ghosts in here. Um, I'm going to say this is good uh, programming. It's called texting. Texting while we're, uh, we're 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 producing the show in the middle of the show. So we'll see if we catch up with Matt. Uh, fortunately, we have some open segments today, which um, I kind of did on purpose because it's a pretty hectic time of the year. And I know that uh, this is uh, knowing Matt. He's probably bow hunting and in some um, in a tree. One year he called us and he was whispering, and I'm like, Matt, what are you doing? Oh, Kurt, I'm I'm, I'm bow hunting uh, for uh, you know deer, or elk, or whatever the heck it was. He's, so I, I coined him the uh, the uh, bow whisperer, the hunt uh, the bow and arrow whisperer, some some silly name. He's a pretty cool guy. Very cool guy, actually. And I remember when he popped onto the scene with Don Schumacher Racing way back. Uh, back in the early days of, um, I don't want to say early days of the Mopar Big Block Party, but it kind of was. And uh, kind of a thin, muscular but thin guy. Kind of quiet. Boy, it's not that way anymore, huh? Guy is, um, he's become... One heck of a funny car driver, heck of a person, and heck of a businessman. So, looking forward to talking to him. I know, I know one way or another we'll find uh, Mr. Hagen. But we're just weeks away. Weeks away from the final. The last, the last time. The last dance. On the hogback. Hopefully we'll see a lot of you folks out there. I'm sure, I'm sure there will, there will be. We have a lot of drag racing fans that follow us and listen to us, and it's always a, a special time of year up there. Um, and I look forward to seeing a, a lot of you guys out there. But it is Race Central on the radio. We're going to catch up with Matt Hagen. Talk to uh, I coined him last year. Um, well, we'll talk when we get with Matt. We'll we'll talk, talk about that. It was kind of funny. I gave him a nickname last year that he kind of he kind of kind of a WWE reference because he kind of looks like that. But it is Race Central on the radio, uh, brought to you in part by our good friends at Cole Pars Hobbytown. Uh, two locations to su- serve you, the Superstore and Aurora. If they don't have it, it probably doesn't exist. Hey, don't deal with those Internet companies. They, they ship you the wrong stuff. It comes broken. You can't talk to anybody. Pretty frustrating experience. Um, so don't 
Don't monkey around. Just go see Fred at Fred's place. That's Colpar's Hobby Town at Colpar.com on the web. That's Colpar.com on the web. I'm the insider. Happy Fast Friday to you. And more good stuff coming up after this at RaceCentralMedia.com. Carrier pigeons and uh, efforting to uh, get Matt Hagen. In the, the world of technology, it is surprising how sometimes these uh, good old phone systems, mm, well, not so much. But uh, I believe that uh, Sid the Kid has got the man of the moment on the line right now as she will click it over. And we'll be joined by uh, Matt the Hammer Hagen. And uh, Matt, sorry for the phone problems, but good to catch up with you. How the hell are you, buddy? How oh, doing great, man. I tell you, I'm out here on the track here, and honestly, I, I think I was supposed to call you guys, and I forgot. I was out here bush hogging my, my wife's horse pen, so I was trying to keep her off my back. <laughs> Get us a little of those leftover Fourth of July honey honeydews, right? That's right. Yeah, you just kind of make everybody happy tracking anyway, right? I, I figured you might be like a couple of years ago that you were in a. Uh, in a uh, a tree hunting elk or something with a bow. I remember that. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a whisper. I was like, oh man, I got a radio interview. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you guys always come first. You know. Uh, well, I pre- I think I, I coined you that day, the deer whisper or something silly like that. But uh, <laughs> my, my man, right on, man, yeah, you're you're back up to your uh, nasty tricks again, leading the points. But that pesky Ron Caps is right there. Well, I tell you what, that guy's tough. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he took me under his wing and taught me everything he knows. And then we won a few championships, and then he come out, out of the gate there, and and uh, he just he just been killing it, man. They're tough, you know. Him and Guido are a tough, tough combo. But you know, we're just as tough. I mean, it always comes down to those, those you know, three cars usually, you know, between us and Robert and Caps, and it just uh, it's always a dogfight, man. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. But you know, the mountain is an equalizer up here in Denver. I mean, we got a a good combo that we won with, and we took and set it aside, and you know we put it right back in. And I, I really feel good, you know, rolling up there on the hill this, this weekend coming up. Yeah, you, I mean, we're talking to Matt Hagen, the uh, he's the uh, pilot because when he, we're going 330 miles an hour, it's kind of you got to be kind of like a spaceship pilot. He's uh, in the Dodge Direct Connection Charger SRT Hellcat funny car. You'll see him here in a couple of weeks. As I'm calling it, uh, it's uh, it's the last show, bud. Um, Talk talk to me a little about. I mean, you won here two years ago, and you were joking about that because you see you, you're only on fire here, and and you weren't on fire that year, and yeah. you won. And uh, but talk to us about you know maybe some of your feelings about coming here to the Hogback. Man, I tell you, I mean, it it, it crushes me, you know, not knowing that, not you know, thinking it could be the last race ever there in Denver in uh, Colorado, and you know, just the uh, the relationship that. Vandermeer's had with Dodge and SRT and Mopar over the years. I mean, 15, 20 years, I think, he has run. And it's one of the longest, you know, sponsored racetracks with a single individual sponsor. And, 
And, uh, you know, I gained a lot of fans over the years just by driving for Dodge. And, uh, you know, and, and you, you know, it's, I, I drive for Dodge. Put this in perspective. I, I drive a race car 30 miles an hour for, for Dodge. And uh, you got people coming up and getting autographs with tattoos of the, of my funny car on their arm and a big Mopar tattoo on their neck. And, you know, and I, I'm like, I love Dodge and I love Mopar, but I'm not going to put a tattoo on my neck. You know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> It, it, but it just shows the the level of commitment and the love that they these folks up here in Denver have for for Mopar and Dodge and SRT and and I just you know it it definitely tugs at my heartstrings knowing that this will be the last time that we get to go up there and, and run for a Wally on the mountain and you know uh, I'm probably better off because I'm fat and I won't be sucking air as bad you know uh, when, when when we stay down here at sea level but I sure am going to miss it and it's just uh, it's something that I really hope that we can go out and have an opportunity to win this for our sponsor and and uh, for the last race there and just put on a great show. I know Saturday sounds like it's already sold out. Um, so it's going to be a lot of folks and on making a lot of memories. And, uh, you know, we, we hope that we can walk away there with the, the last trophy. Bring a lot of Sharpies, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I tell you, we need a Sharpie sponsor. I tell you, I feel bad. I, I walk away every time, uh, you know, every weekend. I probably got 10 or 15 in my book bag or in my pocket that I walk away and I try to bring them back, but I tell Tony all the time, I was like, we need to get a, a Sharpie sponsorship because I sure enough, you know, have enough of them built up here. We could we could do something with them, you know. It wasn't that long. I remember meeting you the first time at the Mopar Big Block Party in Golden, which is something also I very dearly missed. Um, you know, I know that was kind of winding down the pandemic and you know, t- certainly took care of that. But when you uh, first uh, came on with the other guys over at DSR, and uh, you were kind of you were muscular but kind of slight and kind of a little quiet. That, uh, along with your career, is, is kind of uh, changed a lot. You've become, um, you know, I don't know if you're fat. I want to say you're pretty rocked. And I think I, I, last year I called you Matt the Hammer Hagen. Yeah, but, uh, well, let me ask you that. Is, I mean, is, is fitting in the car comfortably anyway, as best you can, is that a, is that a challenge? You know, it's not. I mean, everybody asked me, they said, man, you you know, six foot tall, six one or whatever, and you know, you're 250 pounds and like, how, how do you get in there? You know, but those cars, I mean, I, obviously I don't have a whole lot of padding like Ron Caps or, you know, some of Antron Brown and all them boys that are a little bit smaller. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I just I fit in the car and I'm comfortable and I'm very relaxed when I'm in there, you know, I mean, they don't take, you know, I mean, I don't want to sit in there for two hours. I mean, they're not built for comfort, they're built for speed, but, but at the end of the day, you know, when I pull down and I, you know, I'm tight in the race car and, and everything's going and I can, you know, I can grab and reach and do and everything like that. It's, um, you know, I feel very, very comfortable in the car. And it's just, you know, I feel like, a, you know, you get in everybody, you know, because everybody's different. Some people don't like to be messed with during race day and different things. And for me, I'm wide open and I'll talk to anybody and I'll sign any autographs and we can chat all the way up until I get into the car. And then once I get pulled down, it's kind of like I feel like I get in that zone and I really kind of start thinking about the run and what I'm going to do and how it's going to happen and, you know, and what what the Kuchika setups that they got and listen to them over the radios and, you know, just kind of get my mind ready to go, go 300. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's wild, but uh, I, I truly feel really comfortable in that and, you know, kind of one with the car when I'm in it, you know. They kind of have to. We're talking to, to Matt Hagen, um, your funny car champion a couple of years ago, got kind of pipped, to use a, a British racing term, uh, by Ron Capps last year, finished third in the championship. Um you know, it, it looks like, because you brought kind of a turnkey deal over to Tony Stewart Racing last year with the funny car. You brought your team. You brought all, I mean, basically, it, it you know, different team, but 
you know, Lot was very, very similar. A very different story with Leah, but it looks like they're really starting to find their way now. And with the preparation that I can just, you know, that I know you take and Leah takes and Tony takes, um, man, oh, man. It, um, you know, you yeah, could I'll tell have- you what, I'm, I'm really proud of Leah and uh, that team over there and Tony. And, and you know, I, I know last year they struggled a lot and different things, but, you know, they really did truly have a, a, a brand-new, fresh team with a crew chief that's never been a crew chief before. And, um, you know, had some seasoned guys over there, but, you know, they stuck with it and they believed in their people and they believed in, you know, the crew chief and they believed in, you know, hey, we're going to make this work. And sure enough, you know, she won last weekend and, Proud is like an understatement, you know what I mean? Like she, she killed it, you know what I mean? And she did a great job, and their, their team's really doing a great job. And and Tony, he just he's such a great team owner, man. I mean, he just sees it through, and you know whatever you need, and um, but just just a genuinely good dude, man. And, and that's that's that goes a long way with me, you know, just um, being able to spend time with him and get to know him as a person and the type of guy that he is, you know, and just. I'm just super happy to drive for him. I'm excited. I mean, Tony brings something that, to the race team that, you know, I've never had before. It feels like it's like you're part of a family. And, you know, don't get me wrong, DSR, I have nothing bad to say about Don and that relationship and that group over there. But, like, we were always battling it out for what sponsor we could have and how, how many, you know, you know, how long we're going to be in the car. And it might be our last season. And I don't know this. And sponsorship's thin. And, you know, and you never really felt like you were, you know, like you, you never felt whole, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and you come over to TSR and you, you feel whole and you feel like you're part of a family. And that's, that's, a, that's something I've never had in the last, you know, 20 years of my racing career. And it's just, it's phenomenal to be able to sit in that car and not worry about, you know, what do I got to do to beat up the next sponsor for, you know, another 150 grand here and 50 grand there, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, that in itself allows me to be a better driver, focus on my craft at hand and what I got to do. And it just, Tony brings that charisma that don't worry about it, man. We're going to take care of it. You focus on driving, you know, go up there and get up on the wheel and, and you know, take the hell out of your boys. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, that, that to me is it's new and fresh and that's exciting, you know? So, uh, I just got nothing but good things to say about Tony. And, you know, I mean, if he fires me tomorrow, I'd have nothing but good things to say about him, you know, just, just a genuinely good dude that wants to win. And, super competitive you know what i mean like the other day he got in my funny car and made some runs and and uh you know went out there and made four runs and then went to ohio and drove a, a circle track car and won the race there i'm just like dude you're a stud you know what i mean like <laughs> i hope i'm after it when i'm your age like that you know what i mean it i mean it uh and you you've had great ownership and great great teammates and and partners you know throughout your career but the fact that tony is a driver and a driver at such a high level in everything that he does. Does that bring a different ilk to the conversation and kind of maybe that connection? That well, I, it, I think it helps. Yeah, I think it helps when I make a mistake. He doesn't chew my ass so hard. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I've, made, I've wrecked some cars and I've done some stuff. You know, so it, it, I think it helps a little bit like that as far as just, you know, having a driver as your team owner, knowing like, hey, man, you know, you're, you're driving these things and things are going to happen and you're not always going to make the best decisions and you hope that you do. And, Nobody's up there to mess anything up, but you just, you know, you're driving by the seat of your pants and making decisions in under four seconds, and hopefully they're the best decision for the team and the car, but sometimes they're not always that case, you know. So, um, you know, it's just it's always a learning curve, but I think having him as a, a driver that he's kind of wheeled a little bit of everything and uh, just being a, a natural driver and the instincts and all that kind of stuff, I think he understands a little bit more when it comes down to, hey, this didn't really go our way, you know. 
I couldn't agree with you more. And, and you know, we always love talking with you. I'm glad we're able to connect with you today as we we roll up um, the last show here on the Hogback at Bandimer Speedway. And you're always uh, one of our favorites to talk to. And I look at it right now. I mean, Leah's been hanging around this year. She gets a win a week ago. Third in the championship right now, but, you know, trending big time. You're on top of the funny car points. How fun would it be to, my goodness, have two Tony Stewart uh, teammates, champions, in 2023? That'd be super cool. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. I wanted to get our first double up, and we just, we got monkey stomped in the final, man. <laughs> we, you know, kid, he, he left on me, and then they outrun the hell out of us, you know. So it's just kind of. I went over and shook his hand. I was like, "Damn, dude! You know, you were up on the tree, and and this car, you know, they they kicked their butt on the on the racetrack too. I mean, I just I took off and I could see his nose at sixty feet, and I was like, "Damn, this is not gonna be good for us," you know. So, um, it just is one of them things where some days it's your day, and that day wasn't ours. But I really wanted to get that double up, you know, because she won that weekend, and we had a real opportunity to win that weekend. So let's get our first double up, and then we can worry about our first double championship. But I, I think there's you know possibility for both of them to really happen. I mean, she's She's doing a great job over there leading that team and, and keeping those guys together and, and just, you know, just doing everything that they need to over there to to turn those wind lights on. And, and you see it evolving. It's coming, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. So um, it was great for her and their, their team and the charisma, but it all feeds upon itself, you know what I mean? The weekends we're winning, you know, and they're running, running up and doing different things. You know, it just, it, you know, it, it kind of confidence and success breeds confidence and success, and that's just what we're doing over here. And I, I just – I just think the future looks really bright and, you know, the sponsorship stuff is looking really good. And I just, I'm just happy to be willing to race car down the racetrack at 300 miles an hour, man. Well, you're doing a hell of a job. Uh, I predicted she would win a year ago. She did it. You won here two years ago. I'm not going to make any predictions. I'm not going to jinx anything, but uh, it's two weeks away from maybe doubling it up. And that would be very cool. Matt, uh, we always enjoy talking with you. Uh, thank Tom for connecting us. And I look forward to seeing in a couple of weeks. We'll I'll do a little bit of TV stuff on media day. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll put a, a nice ribbon on uh, the last show here on the Hogback at Bandimer Speedway. Uh, travel safe, be well, and uh, see you in a couple of weeks. All right, Kerry. You have a good one, brother. All Thanks right. for having me on the show. As anytime you want. Uh, there he goes right there. Your winner on the Hogback two years ago, um, third in the championship last year, currently leading the points. Uh, Leah hanging around third place in uh, Top Fuel. She won a week ago. So it uh, could be. Uh, well, it could be uh, a Dodge Direct Connection weekend here on the Hogback in just a couple of weeks. It is Race Central the Radio, the first hour power now in the book, second hour power coming up. Hang with us. Uh, business on the website at racecentralmedia.com. More good stuff coming up and your phone calls too. I'm the Insider. We're back after this. And the dreams that you dream of once in a love Dreams really do come true. 